This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Podsauce. I'm Dax Holt. I am Alicia Renee. And it is time to get to a couple guys that we are excited to talk to. <laughs> Nick and Ken from You Better You Bet. Welcome, guys. How are you? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Thanks Doing for having great. us. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Our yeah. pleasure. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on because your podcast is huge. Yeah. Huge podcast. We love having creators on this show to talk about kind of what inspired you or how you transitioned maybe a, a hobby or a love into a a podcast that is now insanely successful but can, can, can you guys give a little bit little I guess a version for maybe someone who hasn't heard your podcast what exactly you a guys chat synopsis. about yeah I can uh, I can I'll take the lead here and Ken can kind of I think he'll probably agree with what I'm saying but in case I leave anything out so I think kind of what makes our podcast successful and, and really appreciate the kind words and you know when we started in September 2019 like the growth from then until now has just been exponential and astronomical and it's awesome we're very appreciative of everyone that tunes in I think what separates our show specifically from other both just sports based content shows and sports betting shows is the idea of wagertainment right and wagertainment's supposed to be like an idea that I came up with which is, you know, a melding of smart analysis, but also with tons of entertainment strewn in. Right. So we kind of give there's something for everybody for if you're someone who's really in interested in like the X's and O's and the nuts of bolts of sports betting. We give you that if you're more of a casual sports fan who wants to laugh and wants to talk about some of the treetop topics, but also get the sports gambling picks. We give you that as well. And the reason why I think our dynamic is so great with Ken and I, Ken is brilliant and Ken's gambling knowledge is absolutely through the roof. So he is an absolute expert when it comes to all things sports betting, which allows me as a host who gambles to just kind of be myself. I get to host the show. I get to have little one-liners here and there, try and keep it moving, try to make people laugh. But Ken is also very funny. And I think that I'm also smart when it comes to the sports betting. So we kind of take the best of both worlds, we merge them together, and we create a product that is consumable by anyone on the spectrum, whether a casual sports fan, someone really into sports and sports betting. We, I think we can hit all of it with the idea of wagertainment. And Ken and I, I think our specific combination allows that to happen. I feel, I feel like the bar has been set impossibly high now for me to speak. It's like, well, he's, he's, a, he's a genius, and he's also very funny. Ken, you, Ken your thoughts. Would you want to just take it from here? Just say um, yes. I would, I would just – well, and thank you, Nick, for those kind words. We're just going to pass kind words around to everybody, apparently. Uh, I would just add, you know, I think sports betting is obviously – And by the way, Alicia, your hair looks great while we're at it all. I was wondering, right? I was wondering yes, yes, when I was getting it. Okay, compliments yeah, for everybody. Know. We're all awesome. My turn. Everything's going great. Let me get ready. Yeah, those, those kicks are fire, man. The kicks are fire, man. They're awesome. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I've got like sweatpants on. I think one of the, the most important things is sports betting is going to be one of these niches that just keeps growing. And it's just obviously, just like our show, the interest and appetite for sports betting content is just only going to grow. It's never been larger than it is right now. In the next five to 10 years, it's only going to grow more exponentially as it gets legalized in more places. There are more people just interested in what's going on. Like, how do I make a bet? What are the mechanics behind that? And I think a lot of the content that gets produced tends to be pushy and it's not even on purpose. It's just like the purpose of content is to make you want to make a bet, go to this sports book. I love this pick. I love this pick. And I think one thing that's great about the dynamic Nick and I have is if we don't like something, then we're just going to tell you that we don't like it. And we're going to joke around about it. And it's going to be like you would do with your friends. You're not going to tell every friend that you've ever had, like, I love every game. I love every single bet. I love everything. It's just got to be more natural than that. So I think with a four hour show, Monday to Friday, with that much time to kind of fill, that lets us be casual and kind of, you know, just be off the cuff and be funny about this stuff instead of, you know, trying to be something that we're not. And if I can just what just interject one thing here, just based off just to piggyback off what Ken just said, I think the authenticity of our show, as is the case with any piece of content in any medium, authenticity is going to win. And we are authentically ourselves on the show 100 percent of the time, whether it's talking about Beth, bets, whether it's talking about life. So I think that that's something that kind of cuts through and helps us win as well. Now, guys, you better you bet came about in 2019, not long before what we now know to be the global panorama. Um, how do you guys think, what, what do you think has allowed you better, you bet to survive, uh, through the pandemic? Sports. People love sports. That's something that's never good. Well, unless the games can't be played, which right. was the case. So hopefully that doesn't happen <laughs> right. again. A couple months. But, uh, as, as long as, as long as there are games to be played, there's always going to be an interest in sports and we do a really good job. I feel like talking about sports and I think Ken can probably speak to this better than I can. I hope I'm not setting him up here in an impossible way, but you know, given that, a lot of states need to make up revenue that was lost during the pandemic. It's getting legalized in a lot of states now. I know Connecticut just went live there where Ken lives. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of think we are in the perfect place right now. And whether it's by by luck or whatever, it doesn't really matter. I, I kind of feel like the interest is never going to wane. As long as there are sports being played, there are games being played, people are going to want to talk about it, going to want to consume content about it. And now, as Ken correctly said, with the explosion in popularity of sports betting, they're also going to want to bet on it. So I kind of feel like we are in like a can't lose spot almost from a content perspective. But I, I think okay. Alicia brings up a good point because there was a gap in there where nothing was happening. Right. So what did you guys cover during that gap of sportslessness that's what i meant to say sorry i didn't, I didn't <laughs> well, uh, phrase it well but yeah thank well, you well as as sports started to slowly trickle back and i don't know if people remember this from 2020 but it took a while for the major american team sports to come back but over the summer last summer we had golf and we had soccer and you better you bet basically turned into and like we joke about this on the air now <laughs> I basically hosted a podcast last summer that was a, a golf and soccer betting podcast. <laughs> oh now, I, I love soccer and like and I was really into golf at the time, so it worked. So I think that's that's also the cool thing about our show is we we literally hit every single sport. Um, and I think we talk about all of them pretty intelligently. So we were able to do that. And the show was successful then because it was all people could bet on. So like, yeah, we gave you 40 minutes of golf. We gave you an hour of soccer. It was all there was. So uh, and I think people kind of grooved on it. So, Ken, I want to ask you, since you are sure. the wizard of, of wow. betting. Yes. Well, that's what I've heard today. Uh, <laughs> that's word on the curve. <laughs> word all on the true. Curve. Everything's true. Yeah. Everything you're hearing is true. Uh, yeah. No. So, you know, obviously betting, there, there's money on the line. People are taking your advice. If something doesn't go right because it's sports, something can go wrong, someone busts an ankle on the field, 
and a team loses, do you get a lot of flack online from people after you they've taken your advice, they bet on a team, the team flunders, and they blame you? Well, I think the so the short answer would be yes, but I think it's really important to view social media with sports betting like social media with anything, right? There's always going to be in any area. This would be true, I'm sure, with you guys honestly just doing this podcast. Right. There's going to be a really, really vocal minority, right? And that's going to kind of always push through where there might be 10,000 people that listen and 9,990 of them like the show, bet, don't bet, win, lose, whatever. And everyone's just kind of moving at the same speed and moving in the same direction. And then there will be the 10 that will kind of go out of their way. And this would, this would be true with us. This would be true with anybody. I lost money on that. You jerk, like way to be so wrong about this game, all that kind of stuff. So you're never going to be able to, to silence that vocal minority, no matter the content that you're creating. I think it's just, you know, you try to go by the majority numbers, or, you know, do you believe in the thing that you're doing? Do you think it's good? If you think it's good, then other people are probably going to think it's good. And when you, when you behave that way, when you make decisions that way, it allows you to kind of tune out whatever vocal minority might be out there and anything, including sports betting. And, uh, and, and also just like for anyone that's like new to sports betting and is like interested in it, whether it's Dax and Alicia, you two or the audience, like, I think something that everyone needs to understand is that everyone loses. Like it's impossible. If, if we won all the time, I, I would not be, I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be on an island somewhere right now. I'd be, I'd be chilling. I'd be, I'd be. I'd, I'd have be shaved this beard too. I have a new hat. Like, I'd do all these things. Like, like <laughs> everyone, and that, and that's the thing when people are like, "Oh, like you idiot, you lost." It's like, great. So go listen to someone else, and that person will lose too. Then you find someone else and listen to that person. That person will lose too, and then you'll be back to us because we're providing the best content at the end of the day. Because everyone loses. We try to win more than we lose. But like that's just a part of the game. And if people don't understand that, it is what it is. Guys, your your podcast is wildly successful. Are there other podcasts that you guys uh, listen to yourselves, maybe draw some inspiration from, or just enjoy listening to? Uh, I can go first here. So for me, um, gambling was always like a, a side hustle, basically. And when I say gambling, I mean both betting on sports and creating content. I used to work at ESPN like for a number of years, like the Disney Corporation doing television work. And was basically this was just something I did on the side and ended up turning into my main thing. So the types of podcasts that I would always gravitate toward wouldn't be sports. Like I get enough of that <laughs> in my main job. I get enough of that when I'm watching games at night or when I'm on Twitter or on social media or whatever. So my like private time, my podcast time was kind of like side hustle stuff. So things like, you know, How I Built This, which is like a really famous podcast, obviously, with like Guy Ross from NPR, that would be one. Things about like betting, which can help me make better decisions. So there's a podcast called Risk of Ruin that I would really recommend. Basically, it's supposed to be like the intersection of gambling and life and making decisions based on that. That would be another one. So kind of like side hustle entrepreneurship, because that was I was going through that, trying to get into sports betting. And then also kind of more like the in the weeds stuff we wouldn't talk about on the show, but just for me to try to get smarter and learn more about betting those types of podcasts as well um for me i i agree with ken like my my literal life is sports and it always has been like what we do on the show is not an act it's always been my favorite thing so i i try not to like if i'm listening to a podcast sometimes i listen to some fantasy football podcasts just to like kind of get smarter in that area because like i i want to win and i'm super competitive <laughs> and like there are some podcasts that i really like there the establish the run fantasy football podcast is really great with evan silva and adam levitan i really like that one but for the most part it's the stuff that I'm interested in outside of sports. So like, I am a huge pro wrestling fan. Conrad Thompson series of podcasts with Tony Schiavone and Bruce Pritchard, something to wrestle and what happened when are two podcasts that I love, like looking back at what happened to WWF and WCW in the nineties through the lens of people that were actually there. Like I find that to be wildly entertaining. Uh, I love 
all things Japan and Japanese culture. There's a great J Japanese theme podcast from a from a British guy who's lived in Japan. His name is Chris Abroad, which is hilarious. And so the podcast <laughs> and his YouTube channel is called Abroad in Japan, which of course is why wouldn't it be? And that's a great podcast. So I I, I would say like outside of like I, I don't really listen to a ton of it honestly, just because like it's this is what we do for a living. But when I do professional wrestling, Japan video games, stuff that fits under umbrella of things that I like that's not necessarily sports. So no one's getting into true crime, murder, murder, kill, kill. Um, that's, well. that's tough. That's a tough one. True. My, my wife will listen to those all the time and she'll be like, criminal. You gotta like check out the season of criminal. And I'm like, I think I think I'm good. Like I want to be, I want to be optimistic and uplifting and like feel good about my life and have positive energy. And sometimes those podcasts, especially ones that's like 10, 12, 15 hours, right. like cool, like true crime is awesome. And it's like a great genre, but you got to be in a really specific mood when you got two kids that wake up at five in the morning. I don't know if you're ever going to be in the mood where it's like, give me some true crime. And Ken knows this about me because I say this on the show all the time. My line is, I think real life is scary enough. Fair. Like getting up mm -hmm. in the morning, having to deal with real life is scary enough. I like comedy. I want to laugh. I don't watch horror movies. I wouldn't want like my girlfriend with Midnight Mass on. I wouldn't watch <laughs> shows like this if you paid me. Not that they're not good. I'm sure they're good. Just no interest whatsoever. So yeah, I try and stay away from that. I try and keep it light. Like we work, Ken and I do. You guys too, to an extent as well, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to speak for you guys, but we work in the candy department of life. Like like when you walk into the department store, we're in the candy aisle. Like we're dealing with Fair. stuff that's a lot of fun. <laughs> and I like that. And that's how I try and live my life. I'm not interested in the murder and all that stuff. <laughs> I acknowledge that it's happening. I also so I'm an ostrich and put my head in the sand and ignore it. Now, did, did you guys think, you know, let's say six years ago, that you would ever be making money talking about your passions? Because that's what I think I love when I see the, a podcast blow up. Is like, this is what they genuinely mm -hmm. enjoy talking about. And now they're making money doing it. Mm -hmm. I, I love that. Did you guys see that coming to fruition? Hell yeah, man. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Absolutely. Because if, if you didn't, if we didn't, then we wouldn't be here. I mean, I, I think, you know, I'll speak for Nick on this one a little bit. Nick likes to to use a phrase and it's not one that's original and I use it too because I, I steal a lot of things that Nick says, <laughs> but just the idea of the idea of betting on yourself. And I mean, we work in the sports betting space, so I guess there's like a double entendre there, but just the idea of like, I, I was in a very secure, like cushy, successful job at a giant company that had nothing to do with sports betting. I mean, I had to do with sports, but it had nothing to do with betting, nothing to do with what you just mentioned, us making money on it. And I had to believe that at some point, this was going to happen in order to leave that job with basically no safety net. And if you didn't believe it was going to happen, I would have still been there, probably regretting that I didn't leave, to be honest. So sometimes just, you know, taking that leap and, and obviously having faith that this type of interview, even right now, like acknowledging the success that we've had, it, you have to believe that that's going to happen. Otherwise, you're never going to do it. This is going to sound like a really cheesy answer, but I can actually give you like I actually have like a picture of this on my phone. When I was in seventh grade, uh, I had to write like a, a thing like, what do you want to do when you grow up? My mom still has it, a physical copy of it, and I have a picture of it on my phone. And I'm literally writing it like I want to be a sportscaster. Like I just want to talk about sports. So it's I've always known that I wanted to do it. I'm like five foot seven, like 155 pounds. So it's not like I was you know, the, be, the professional ranks weren't calling. <laughs> I was not going to be able to play. So if I can't play, I want to talk about it. And listen, I, I'll, I will, I'll speak for not just for anyone that does kind of what we do for a living, talks behind a microphone, et cetera. Got to have a little, some, some ego, right? To think that you can do this here. Hell yeah, I thought that I could do it. And hell yeah, I think that we'll continue to do it and it's going to get bigger and better. Aww, Absolutely. Guys, I want to leave it on that note. That has me smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> bet on yourself. The, the greatest and uh, best bet we all can do is bet on ourselves. 
Ken and Nick, host of You Better You Bet. Thank you both so much uh, for joining us today. And if you guys want to hear more on their podcast, please go to podsauce.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.